Hello and welcome to Market House, the podcast where we talk all things Disney. My name's Caleb. And I'm Caitlin. And this week we talk about Disney experiencing a computer problem. Phantasmic Dragon catches on fire. And we rank the Disney fireworks shows. Let's dive in. This is episode number 80. I can't believe it. 80 yes, episodes. 80. And it f- sometimes <laughs> feels like it, sometimes it doesn't. There's some days where you're like, holy smokes, it's been a lot of work, it's been a lot of fun. And there's some days where you're like, it feels like uh, we started this last week. I know. Well, happy 80 to you. This is Thank not my you. 80th. <laughs> I feel 80 sometimes with my headaches. I woke up today with like a terrible headache and I have not been able to kick it. I know. With I think it's allergies or tr- something. Yeah, I try and keep away. Like, I don't want to. My first thing to do is run to Motrin or something. So I try and like resolve it naturally. Right. Just chugging water and just kind of getting some rest. It did not go away. Tried mm-hmm. some Motrin. Uh, that didn't do anything. No. So yeah, it must be allergies. Tis the season. It's... Yeah, you're you've been struggling with headaches. Yeah. I've been struggling. Uh, I just texted my dad and he's struggling as well. Mm-hmm. And so I think we're all just it's it's the Sacramento spring which yep. is just some of the worst allergies in the country and so. the weather is changing it's going to be hitting 90 in yes. the next week which is crazy we got what we asked for like two <laughs> weeks ago we were like we could use some warm weather well it's so funny because as you've been talking about we've been going on walks every day and the weather has been getting warmer and warmer and we just went on one in a couple days i think it was on friday and i remember being like stepping outside and be like it's just too hot yeah, right now <laughs> i know and i was like we just asked for this though and you're I like ah, it's just too warm i'm already sweating so it's been good though. It's a good change. Yes. Uh, looking forward to some good weather, sunny weather, so we can uh, we go to Disney pretty soon here. Yes. And so uh, I think we're going to experience some nice warm weather down there. It's going to be great. Yes. But uh, before we dive into the news, wanted to bring you up to speed on what we've been up to. Uh, I just got back from a work trip, which is always kind of lame to leave Caitlin. Mm-hmm. I always try. This time around, she declined. So I usually go, "Hey, I have to go here for work. Let's go." Yes. And this time around, you said, no, I don't want to go because I had a lot of meetings. And so she would have. No, I didn't have a lot of meetings. You had a lot. I had a lot of meetings. So you would have been hanging out in the hotel a lot, which would be boring. Right. Because normally when normally when Caleb goes on these work trips, there's like time for like you him to be like with his coworkers, with spouses are all there. So it's kind of like we're all going to get dinner or lunch or like there's just time in between. He was in back to back meetings the entire time. It was a long four days, like legit. I flew in. Monday through Thursday, I was just nonstop. Yeah. It's nonstop. So this one wasn't probably the best for her to come on, but I was, we were both regretting it. Oh, I kicked myself the yeah. second you left. By like Tuesday, she was like, I wish I would have taken you up on coming uh, out. Yeah, because so. I missed my best friend the entire time. <laughs> Caleb's gone for like two hours and I'm like, okay, it was I'm rough. ready for him to come back. So It was rough. So like those work trips are always like good in, in the professional sense because I get to see people I haven't seen in a long time and work with them in person and get some good work done. But at the same time, I'm away from Caitlin, and that always stinks. But there was one good thing about this trip uh, that I can remember, and that is I had a layover in San Diego, mm-hmm. and when flying in, I happened to look to my left just at the right moment through the window, and I saw the Disney Wonder docked in San Diego Which waiting for its so next cruise. Awesome. It was just a spark of like, oh my gosh, I got a whole ball of energy i was like i am ready to go back on a cruise i'm ready to go on a vacation oh my gosh so it did it did motivate me to like get home <sighs> it was cool seeing it i missed that thing i know and i tried to see it when i was like standing around in the airport which by the way 
for all you San Diego lovers or residents of San Diego, your airports, I'm sorry, it's bad. I'm that was terrible. I if it was just the terminal you were in. Maybe. Or... So I flew, unfortunately, I flew Southwest home. I have not, sorry, again, for Southwest lovers, I have not been a huge fan of Southwest in recent months. Uh, they just keep messing up. Like they had an f- equipment failure the other day and like had to ground a bunch of flights. Luckily you weren't affected by that. I was super worried. I was like, oh no. But at the same time, I'm like, get your stuff together, man. I know. Come I know. on. So anyways, I flew someone else there. I flew Southwest back. And so maybe it was a Southwest terminal. It's just really old and there was like nothing to eat. Mm-hmm. And again, with the gluten-free thing, there was like legit nothing for me to eat. So my lunch consisted of, uh, $8, an $8 bag of cashews mm-hmm. and uh, a bag of Doritos was my lunch. Hey, it's all about balance. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, uh, yeah, just a lot of junk food. So anyways, yeah. anyways, enough about work stuff. I did see the wonder. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then really quick side note, I'm just going to throw it out there for advice. Uh, maybe homeowners out there that have dealt with this. <laughs> Caitlin is probably really annoyed for me, annoyed of this because I've been nonstop talking about it, but like we've mentioned before, if you're new to this show, sorry, we're kind of rambling on here. But uh, if you've been listening for a while, you know that we just moved into another rental house in the area of Sacramento. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, it's great. We love the home. Everything is amazing, except like we mentioned before, it's starting to get warm. And so we turned on the AC for the first time and it smelt so bad. Yeah. It smelt like like sour towels, sweaty like sock. kind yes. of thing. And it was really bad the first time we put it on. And then Reeked. it's kind of like somewhat gotten better. Yeah, so I freak out. I'm a little bit of a like, I just worry about stuff. Like I'll sit there and just focus on it for weeks at a time until it's resolved because that's just how I am. And so I've been constantly looking it up and I'm like, okay, it looks like it's called dirty sock syndrome and you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that. So a, a tech came out, an AC guy came out and looked up and he's like, I don't know, man, like it looks pretty good to me and it looks, it's dry up there where it's supposed to be dry and whatever. So I don't and it know was like do. A, it was like a two minute check. It was, which I'm a little upset about yeah, because yeah, yeah. I don't feel like you probably went down the list of what you're supposed to do. Right. Because uh, looking online, I'm like, I think you're supposed to do like 10 different things. He was up there for like two <laughs> minutes. Like, I don't know. It looks good to me. And this yeah. drove off. So I know I don't know if you're a homeowner and you've dealt with this before really smelly AC again it's starting to get slightly better I feel like it right. smells less I just don't know if I'm supposed to be putting on AC that smells like is it blowing stuff in the air that we're not supposed to be breathing and in And it's not in every room it's random rooms most of the house. rooms I would yes. say most rooms there's yeah. like two rooms that are, are spared from it Yeah uh, but man when it comes on it stinks Yeah So yeah the more the more it's on throughout the day it gets better so I don't know anyways if you've dealt with AC problems and you've got some tips for us some mm-hmm. newbies uh, let us know. And uh, I'm like, I don't know anything. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't know. It smells bad. I don't know. I know that's not a good thing. Uh, but anyways, let's dive into the Disney stuff. Enough about home stuff. Let's get into the fun Disney news. Uh, but before we do, consider leave, leaving a review on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Giant help to the show. Some of you have been leaving five-star ratings, which is a giant help. And if you have an extra two, three minutes, you can also leave a written review on Apple and uh, that's just a huge help to the show. Uh, again, when people look for Disney shows and they see good ratings, specifically five stars, they go, oh my gosh, this must be a good show. I should listen to it. So that's kind of what it's for. And also just shares with us kind of what you're feeling. We get to see what you like about the show. Yeah, which is also, it's always good to hear and good to see because again, 
like, again, when we're doing podcasting, it's not a like, hey, we're doing this live. So we're able to interact with everybody on here right when we're recording. So it's good feedback time. And again, we just we are just overjoyed when we get a review or even a rating. So thank you so much to everyone who's already done so. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. And you can also support the show by using our getaway today link to book your Disney vacations. You can find that in the episode description. And you can also save an additional $10 on a vacation package if you use code Market House 10. Yes, and I have that all linked on Instagram as well as in the show notes of the podcast. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Let's get into that news. All right, our first news story takes place in Disneyland, of course, and it's not a great news story. It looks like they had some uh, computer problems, a computer outage of sorts, uh, basically making it impossible for people to enter the park. And the lines were so long to get into the park. It was crazy. Caitlin shared some pictures, uh, sent me some pictures of this event, and I was like, what's going on? Again, without context, it just just looks like a very busy day. Like, Mm -hmm. why is everyone in the Esplanade? And then uh, when you look into it, they did not allow anyone to get in the parks because their system, their scanning system was wasn't down working. or something. Yeah, so this happened on Thursday, April 20th. Guests were unable to enter Disneyland, DCA, or any of the parking garages for around an hour. Oh my gosh. First of all, can you imagine? It's different when you're sitting in the Esplanade. I get it super just frustrating, but can you imagine being in your car waiting to park? Yeah, for real. Just sitting there? Yes, and just sitting for an hour. Oh no. So uh, again, they resolved it fairly quickly. For a thing like this, an hour is not a terribly long time, but when thousands of people are trying to enter the park and parking garages and parking structures and stuff, uh, that's a long wait. Right. So again, we're feeling thankful that we haven't experienced anything like this. This is the first time in, in, at least in my lifetime, I think that this has happened. I I have never seen this happen anywhere. So again, uh, feeling thankful this hasn't happened. If you were there, let us know what it looked like. I'm hoping no one experiences this again. All right, next up, we have some really unfortunate news. It looks like the Maleficent dragon from the Fantasmic show at Disneyland has caught on fire. Yeah, this was crazy. So this is fairly recent. Again, we're recording actually later than we usually do. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I'm not glad this happened, but I'm glad we waited to record so we could talk about this. But yeah, so it just burst up in flames last night, uh, Saturday, April 22nd, and legit engulfed in flames it's yeah it wasn't i we saw a little video of it the show was getting ready to do the whole finale um the fire like starts and then just immediately it's just engulfed yeah so the head sparked i guess first and that was just like a blaze and then they announced that hey you know (laughs) the the wording i know it's just like a pre-recorded thing but you know we're uh unable to you know move on with the show due to unforeseen circumstances and the thing's just on fire yeah just burst in flames the whole thing which again i really want i wanted to say and mention that the cast members that were around that event during that time handled everything it looked like so well they were so calm just directing people and crowds because i can't imagine there's probably people in that situation who were terrified thinking what's going on is this thing gonna blow up like just trying to get out of the area then you have people recording yeah just standing it's hard to maneuver. Yep. So it's just crazy. It's a bummer. I'm, I don't think anybody was hurt, which is great. No, no injuries were reported. So that's good news. But it, I think it's going to be down for quite some time. I know today the shows were obviously canceled because of what happened and everything's kind of. Yeah. So Disney came out and said this. We are temporarily suspending fire effects similar to those used at Disneyland Parks Fantasmic at select shows and entertainment experiences globally, globally, excuse me, out of an abundance of caution following the Fantasmic prop fire at Disneyland Park. 
the continued safety of our cast and guests is of the utmost importance. So it looks like, um, if I'm reading that correctly, they won't use that kind of effect over in Disney World for now until they figure out what caused the fire. So and I'm can... assuming World of Color as well, like for the pirate scene. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, again, I get why they're doing it. It's smart for them to do that just to make sure that everything's locked down and make sure that everything's up to date. Because, again, that could be a serious issue. Like if that did happen at World of oh, Color where sure. people are standing next to it, yeah. like that could have been a severe thing. So it's a bummer. And I'm super sad that that happened because who knows how long that thing is going to take to return, yeah. even if it does. And maybe this is a good opportunity for them to improve on the technology. That's maybe true. we get a better looking dragon. I don't right. know. Uh, we'll see what Imagineering does with this, but I'm glad everyone's safe, uh, but sad to see that uh, dragon go. All right. And for our final news story, we've got some general park updates for you guys just to kind of keep you up to speed on what's going on. Uh, but Matterhorn will open up on June 2nd, 2023 after a lengthy refurbishment. Uh, by the time it opens back up, it would have been closed about 90 days. So that's a month and a half. Uh, I don't think anything crazy was done. Just a normal maintenance thing. Uh, like it needs. Again, I don't think you're going to get a new uh, track, or track <laughs> that will prevent your head from, uh, you know, sustaining damage. But anyways, just exciting news for people that are going in the summertime. You will have that magnificent Matterhorn back to ride. Yes. And then next up, we have the French Market, which is currently entirely covered by scrim and scaffolding as it's making way for the new Tiana's Place over in New Orleans Square, which we are so excited for this. We cannot wait for it to be finished. I, I'm like, I literally cannot wait to eat there. I'm so excited. I'm excited too. You did mention, you said Tiana's place. This is Tiana's palace. Well, so it's the upgraded version. So I've had a hard time with this since I know. you've seen the movie. I've always thought that on the menus, it says Tiana's place. It's always been palace. Yes, but also on the on the cruise ship, it's Tiana's place. That's where it must that's have where gotten That's me. where it's in your head. So like the wonder, they named it Tiana's place, which is like great and all. That's where but it gets me. Mm-hmm. the palace is in the movie. So it's kind of funny what, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> so we're excited. <laughs> we're getting way. Tiana's palace. Uh, anyways, the final uh, little update here is that the Starview Station DVC Lounge has opened in Tomorrowland. Uh, we saw some pictures of this thing and it looked pretty cool. There's tons of seating, there's soft drink machines, an espresso machine, and snacks available to those DVC members. Uh, again, I think this is going to be an awesome rest spot for those members. Uh, it's not something, which I don't know why anyone would do this, but like, it's not something that's like, you know what? That was that was it. I'm finally going to become a TV right. sim member just for this lounge. Uh, yeah, it's it's cool. And it's a nice place to kick your feet up. Uh, but again, it's not going to like you know convince me otherwise to be like you know what this didn't make sense before. Now it totally makes sense for me <laughs> to be a DVC member. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, I think it's just a nice little perk if you already were going to make that jump and it makes sense for you and your family. Uh, it's a great addition and a and a feature of being a member. You know what that cash register sound means. It's time for Shop Shop the the Mouse mouse with with Market Market House. House. Caitlin, what can the people spend their money on this week? So we've got some super exciting items this week, and they are actually not on Shop Disney. Whoa. So we are breaking the mold here. This is the first time they're like non-Shop Disney items, right? Yes. So I've been looking. Nothing's really kind of 
caught my eye, like the new arrivals page. And I don't feel like I'm just going to share things that like I wouldn't buy. So I kind of went on a hunt for you guys. And the three things that I found are actually at Williams Sonoma. And for those who don't know what that is, this is like a really neat like baking slash cooking kitchen shop. It's a little more upscale-y, I would right. say. Um, and yeah. we love it because they have certain gluten-free items, but they also have a mixture of Disney items, which I love. They do. And don't get me wrong. This is not somewhere we normally shop like for all of our stuff. This is a oh, fun... no, yeah. No, it, yes, if we had a ton of money, it would be maybe. Yeah. Uh, but it's a fun spot to get very specific things that you're like, oh, um, whatever. Amazon, it's either bad quality or like Target didn't have this item. Yeah. Or if it's something you use a ton and you're like, I, I want a really high quality version of this thing, perfect place to shop. We mainly go here during like holiday times because they have like the holiday baking stuff. Again, it's all, they have like Disney Christmas items. They have Harry Potter stuff. Grinch. They have Grinch. So it's a cool place just to get like, unique items that you normally wouldn't be able to find elsewhere. Yes. So first up, we have a Mickey Mouse double flip waffle maker. And for those who are like, it makes waffles. That's great. <laughs> um, this actually makes the Mickey waffles that look exactly like the ones at the parks. And, you know, sometimes you see Mickey waffle makers and you're like, okay, that doesn't really look like it. Or it's like a big one. Or the texture, like the, the yeah, it doesn't make it like the same. Right. Whatever. Right. Yeah. And this one does. They look identical to the ones at the parks. And it's a really neat design. It's obviously the one that flips, but it almost looks like it's, I doubt it's metal, but it, it looks like it's metal. And it, it has, is. oh, it is metal. Yeah. Okay. Um, it has like a little engraving of Mickey, like just like the regular traditional Mickey on the front. It's super not in your face. So if you have it in your kitchen, let's say you have like a super pretty kitchen, it's not like multicolored. So it blends in very nicely. Yeah. Um, but I just, I love this idea. It's such a fun way to make breakfast in the morning. Super fun. Caleb and I are super big breakfast people. So something like this is just another little magic touch that we could do. Yeah. And if it's fun for adults, it's going to be awesome for kiddos. Oh my gosh. And yeah. I'm sure they'll love it. Being yes. able to have Mickey waffles year round at home. So awesome. Come on. So um, it is a little pricey. Um, this specific model is only sold at Williams Sonoma. It is $99.95. And I've actually never seen it go out on sale. No. So it's one of those things where it's a little pricey. Again, Williams Sonoma usually has something behind their brand. So their stuff is usually pretty good. So keep that in mind. Um, but if this is something that you're interested in and can see yourself using a lot, I would highly recommend. Next up, we have another little Mickey and Minnie um, little fun item for breakfast, but it's actually a Minnie and Mickey Mouse cast aluminum cakelet pan. And I've actually never heard of these before, but imagine um, instead of using like a cupcake mold, they're little like Disney molds. So they're like Minnie and Mickey heads, they're Mickey gloves, there's little mini bows, and you fill it with cake batter, you put it in the oven, it makes little almost like cupcake like molds mini of cake the figurines. Things? Oh, that's but fun. I'm like, that'd be such a fun thing, whether it's for a birthday or a special occasion, you can ice it and you can take credit for creating these gorgeous <laughs> looking things. That's fun. Yeah, and this is um $29.95, so super reasonable. Again, it's one pan, so you just, it's shaped in a Mickey head, which is really cute, and oh. like the little designs inside. So again, super easy, super fun. Just another little twist that you can do um, for any type of event. Nice. And lastly, I thought this was super awesome. I found a Mickey Mouse ice mold set and it's actually a set of two. And um, this is going to be $24.95. And I thought this was unique because 
originally I'm sure people use these items for mixed drinks, so adult beverages, but I thought this would be great for actually having them with the littles as well because you could put these like in juice. It like you put the water in obviously and the mold is actually like a Mickey head, which is so awesome. And oh, it just be cool. fun whether it's an adult or a child. You can put it in anything. Heck it's yeah. ice. In the summer, summer's coming up. Right. A lot of ice drinks going so on. So I just thought it was like another fun little Disney edition. Again, we all can't be at the parks every single day of the year. So having little touches like this all throughout the house or all throughout the week, whether you're going to work or you're doing something with your kiddos, your family on the weekend, it's just a fun thing to do. It is so, fun. I love this idea and I really want to get these. I love this item. It's a lot of good kitchenware. Uh, again, again, it's not a normal place that we usually shop, but Williams-Sonoma has a lot of fun, unique items like this yeah. that you really can't find anywhere else. Yeah. So again, let us know if you um, grab any of these and... Let us know if you love them. Yeah. Because I'm looking forward to get, maybe getting a few because oh, they're so fun. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, let you, we'll give you a review if we get any of these things. Yes. All right. And that brings us to our main segment of this week's episode, and that is ranking Disney firework shows. So we've been super addicted, which is like not a recent thing. We're always addicted right. to listening to the Disney fireworks soundtracks like Happily Ever After, Disneyland Forever, etc. They're all so good. Like, I mean, you can pick, just take a dartboard, put all the shows on there, throw it, pick a random one. The soundtracks are always amazing. And they're uh, all unique in their own little way, which they is are. awesome. Yeah, they always have a unique spin, maybe like a remix of a song that you haven't heard in a long time, uh, you know, a different take on it. So they're always very good. And so we always listen to those year round. And we said, you know what? Let's sit down, spark our memory about all these amazing fireworks shows that we've all personally seen and try and rank them, which is a very hard task. I encourage you at home to do this with you uh, by yourself, with your loved ones, with your kids. It's a hard task. Let me tell you. And try and Caitlin and I, this time we did something different. We did it together. So we had to agree on where these things placed. Right. Usually we do separate lists and we could do our own thing and justify why we did that. This time we had to sit down and agree where to place these. It's hard. And it's kind of hard because, again, some of them, like, I haven't experienced and Caleb has. Others, I'm like, that show is not my favorite at all. And he's like, well, I kind of like it. Yeah. So it was fun to actually really go back and we watched videos for all of them again just to respark the memory. Because, again, some of them are quite older shows that you're, we're going to be mentioning. So it, it was fun to do. I'm really excited to go over the list. It is fun. <laughs> it's good research. We act like it was hard work. Um, we have friends, again, that do really good research for their shows and stuff. They're reading books. We're doing. I'm like, we watched YouTube. <laughs> We watch YouTube for the well, last couple it, it hours. It makes sense for this topic. <laughs> <laughs> we watch TV shows. Uh, so again, play along at home. Let us know what you ranked these shows or do your own list. You might have seen more than us. Right. Uh, so this is a fun exercise to do with your friends and family. Uh, again, so these are uh, just another uh, thing. Qualifier. These are ones we've seen personally, in person. So we could have gone and watched, like, uh, again, we didn't see, we haven't seen Wondrous Journeys yet in Disneyland. Right. We'll see that soon. And we missed out on Enchantment over in Walt Disney World. So you're not going to see those on this list. And that's why. We just want to experience them in person because watching YouTube videos are great. Uh, it's just not the same experience. Right. Right. Exactly. So not not a fair chance uh, to all the shows. Uh, before we dive in, I did want to share a couple of fun Disney firework facts. Which were quite unique. I was very surprised when you. I shared, shared these, these with really me. quick before we started the yeah. show. And Caitlin was surprised at a couple of them. So uh, the first one is the fireworks shows are estimated to cost thirty to fifty thousand dollars each night they run. 
That is a chunk of change. That is so much money. But and in I, the grand scheme of things, with Disney, it's probably like that's probably a drop in the bucket. They make that in about five minutes off of churros. Yes. So I'm just kidding. Anyways, uh, thirty to fifty thousand each night they run. Uh, this is probably why the recent shows feature less fireworks, more projections, less fireworks. Right. They probably want to cut that cost down. Uh, electricity is a heck of a lot cheaper than fifty thousand dollars worth yeah, of fireworks. Yeah, and they're not doing fireworks every single night anymore. That's Remember true. That? Yeah, that is true. That used to be a staple, except in the summer, right? Are the summer months they do them every night? I don't know. Okay, yeah. I don't, yeah. Know. See, I don't, I don't remember. go a lot in the summer, so That's I don't know. true. That's yeah. true. Uh, another fun fact, Disney uh, uses fish food in the DCL fireworks. Which is so incredibly awesome. Yes. So fun fact is when they shoot them off, fish food goes all over the ocean and then little fishes can eat while we're being entertained. This is probably how they got it like approved or something <laughs> by some government body. Oh, I'm sure. Like, you know, you're going to like whatever, um, pollute the oceans. And they're like, you know what? We'll make them out of fish food. Which is genius. It is genius. Mm-hmm. Disney uses compressed air to launch their fireworks instead of the typical gunpowder explosion. They can launch higher this way and it reduces the amount of fumes in the air. Which is also lovely because for those who have gone to a fireworks show for 4th of July, it always smells like burnt Yes. Like air when yes. we go to those. And at Disney, you don't experience that, which is really nice. Yeah. Uh, last fact. The Walt Disney Company holds the record for being the largest consumer of fireworks in the entire world. They set off well over 1 million fireworks annually. Uh, additionally, the company is credited with being the second largest purchaser of explosives. They fall just behind the United States Department of Defense. I cannot even believe that. That's crazy. That's it. That's so crazy. Yeah, they're like, oh, we're, uh, trust us, we're not up to crazy things. We're just blowing up stuff in the sky. Oh my gosh. Don't put us on some FBI watch list. <laughs> yes. The poor employee that has to put these massive orders in. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, how much money they probably cost oh when they're doing gosh. all the ordering? I can't imagine. Because you know they're not ordering just for the night. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, uh, yeah, just for the weekend. Just for the Tuesday. Yeah. Mass quantities. All right, let's dive into ranking these things. So, of course, we'll start uh, start at the bottom. Right. Work our way up to number one. So, we've got eight shows here that we're listing off, and we'll kind of uh, maybe spark your memory on it, uh, share some of our thoughts, and then move on to the next. Yeah, I'm super excited. So, I'm going to go ahead and start off with number eight. This is actually one that I personally haven't experienced, but Caleb has seen it firsthand. Um, and this is actually the 4th of July show over at Disneyland. Yes, we made the mis- mistake, uh, my family, <laughs> to visit Disneyland during the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a kid, it sounded like a fantastic idea. It was the busiest park day I've ever experienced. Fun fact, uh, the park closed down. They didn't let anyone in starting like at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, oh 2 o'clock. It, it reached capacity. And that's back when you were like, was it was it 2009 or something? I think it was like 09 we went. That's back when it was like you were packed like sardines yeah. for like these shows. Yes. So we got stuck actually. We tried to make it to Main Street. We got stuck standing in Tomorrowland uh, right under the track there. We could barely see it. Oh my gosh. Which may, maybe plays part into why it's so low. <laughs> But let me tell you why. Again, uh, we're not trying to be unpatriotic or anything. We're not. It's not anti-America or anything. No, no, no. Uh, this just feels more like a history lesson show. It's not Disney at all. No. It's very. There's literally an eagle screech in the beginning of the show, and very like just oh, you know, America's this and it was founded on these principles and it's what and again it's good it's a good right. reminder i guess which again we understand that's what july 4th symbolizes for sure, for however sure. when we personally caleb and i when we are at disneyland and we're, we're wanting to see these fireworks shows we're wanting the disney magic we want to hear dream as a wish your heart makes we want to see this pixie dust we want to see nemo so it's like 
I don't know. I like from what I saw on YouTube, I was kind of like, I was disappointed because I'm like, I feel like they could have done so much more with it. Yeah, and it's it like, made it's it very, like, like bandstand. Yes. yes. Right. Exa- <laughs> exactly. Perfect. Yeah. So it's fine. It's just not our style, maybe. And uh, they might have improved it. Again, we watched the show from 09 when I went just to spark our memory. They might have improved it in 2021. It might have been a fantastic show or 22. Uh, so again, less firework focused and more audio driven. Mm-hmm. So we noticed not a lot of explosions. No. <laughs> and kids would be, I would honestly say, probably a little bored because uh, there's some dead space of like a minute or two of talking and then like pew, pew. And then what's his name? Came across the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just very like meh. Yeah. But the finale is actually the finale is great. Yes, and they have like a lot of the fireworks that are shaped in like stars. That was like, fun. It's fun. That's I love fun. It. But not Disney. That's not why Disney. it's so low on no, the list. No, no, no. Not yeah. Disney. Okay, number seven is Mickey's Mix Magic. This is I a this is a not, Disneyland show. I do not like this show. I don't like it either. Mm-mm. Uh, we noticed. I said it feels like TikTok got a hold of a fireworks show. There's like remix songs. It's super disjointed. It's like Mickey comes up. He's like. Ah! And then like it's explosions. like Haunted Mansion. And then yeah, Haunted Mansion. And then then it's something else and in then like it's ten musical seconds. Musical instruments. And then again, the whole thing about Disney, which we just know and love, is the storytelling. Yes. That one, it's just like it's just a bunch of random Disney scenes and just chaotic Disney music. And you're kind of like, what is going on right it now? It is. It's disjointed. There's no story, like Caitlin mentioned. Uh, it feels like it's made for people with a limited atten- attention span. Right. Which is like young kids, and maybe like it's. I'm gonna sound like an old man, but I'm like it's the Gen Z no, and the, and the younger that. kids. It's just like it's just different. Like I remember the first time, literally the first time we watched the show. I remember looking over at Caleb, being like, this is "I don't understand. Yeah, like what's going on?" And again, the soundtrack is just not engaging. It's just so chaotic. It takes away from the actual experience. Yeah. And again, like there's some unique scenes of like Mickey's Runaway Railway, which we love, but it's like, or not the it, Runaway it Railway, the save- cartoon. Yeah, yeah. The, the, that style, the new Mickey cartoon short stuff. Uh, it doesn't save the show, though. No, it's just it's too chaotic for us. Too chaotic. Um, and then also, again, this is, I think, the biggest offender of this whole new thing of no fireworks. There's barely any fireworks in the show. Mm-hmm. It's way uh, projection-based, mm-hmm. and so they can save some money that way, and you can kind of tell, like, this was not done very well. Yeah, I agree. Number six is actually a holiday one, and it is Believe in Holiday Magic over at Disneyland. Yes. This one, again, um, we love Christmas in this home. The holidays are just one of our favorite time of the year. One of. It is the favorite. Yes. Well, it's between that and Halloween. I'm no. like, it's hard for me because no. I'm such a Halloween girl. I think they're like even for me, depending on. Stop it. <laughs> you are in love with Christmas. I love Christmas. I just, I'm going to say, as someone outside looking in, but I love pumpkins. I, I know you love it. I just think you like Christmas a little more. You get into it a little more. Well, that's because I can't decorate my whole house like a pumpkin. <laughs> like <laughs> I can true. only do that with a tree. That is true. <laughs> so okay, good point. It's just I love it for different reasons. Um, definitely Christmas brings out the like just warm, fuzzy, just nostalgic memories. But this one fell short for me because for something like when you think of Disney and you think of the holidays, you think absolute magic. And this show is everything but that. It's very slow. It's very calm music. Yeah. It's not very like poppy and like, woo, Christmas and <laughs> snow and whatever. And it doesn't even have to be all Christmas based, but just have like, just, there's no fun elements in it. No, the soundtrack's pretty lame. It's this just is random. This is a skippable, like, don't listen to this one at home. Right. Uh, it's okay. It doesn't get you excited. Like, the whole thing about the holidays is like the anticipation. Yeah. It lacks that. It's kind of like, woo. And I would say they have to use kind of like uh, unlicensed music, I'd argue, or they focus, they don't want to spend the money because Christmas is all about like 
rocking around the Christmas tree. And Michael and Buble. Michael Buble and, and Mariah Carey. Yeah, yeah. They can't use any of it. They that. don't use any of it. And so, yeah, I guess it doesn't feel very modern. It feels very like 1945 Christmas. Yes, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is great. I would love to go back in that time and experience it, but it's very slow paced. Right. So it's okay. It's, yeah. It's yeah, this could, this, could be, this could be redone and I wouldn't be upset. And it's very short. Very short. Yes. Like 12 minutes. Yes, super short. Uh, next up on our list is number five, and that is Fireworks at Sea with the Disney Cruise Line. Um, again, this gets a lot of points just for being like, I can't believe I'm standing on a cruise ship in the middle of the ocean and there are fireworks going on above me. Yeah, I think what does it for me is the, again, we won't know spoilers here because in case you have an experience on DCL, the fireworks shows, but it's associated with Pirates of the Caribbean because it's normally pirate night that pirate the show night, happens. yes. The soundtrack of Pirates of the Caribbean, again, it's one of the best. And Hans so Zimmer. anything Zimmer. with that playing in the background and fireworks getting launched off, and I'm just like, where am I? This is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and again, if you if it's a standalone fireworks show, you're going to be like, if if they did this at Disneyland, you'd be like, that's the lamest fireworks show in the oh, world. 100%. But the fact that it's, again, off the side of a ship, it's right over you, it's very close. And on the ocean. On the ocean. It's, it's a very different experience, mm-hmm. and it's just very cool. So this gets a lot of points because, again, it's on a cruise ship. It's the only cruise line that does something like this. Mm -hmm. And I heard that other cruise ships will try and be in the vicinity of the Disney Cruise Line to see them off their ship. Yes, they try and kind of schedule like, oh, it'd be cool to be... That's what I heard. I don't know it's if that's so true. Fun. I don't I know any cruise it. Yeah, captains. definitely. If you've ever had the chance to experience it, then you know what we're talking about. It's just magical. It is magical. I love it. Okay, so this brings us to number four, my other favorite holiday. Um, this is a Halloween spectacular at Disneyland, and it's Halloween Screams. Yes, this is at Disneyland, mm-hmm. and I think you just said that. My bad. Yes, okay. <laughs> Sorry. And again, this is Disneyland heavy because we're West Coasters, so we've seen mostly mm-hmm. Disneyland shows. Uh, but this has a ton of Nightmare Before Christmas representation, which we're all about. We love it. There's just something about having Jack Skellington's head go up over the castle <laughs> yeah. and Zero. Zero's huge, by the way, going across like Tinkerbell does in some of the shows. And then there's Oogie Boogie. There's Haunted Mansion elements, all the villains. It's just in the soundtrack alone, it's very bumpy and it's it's just creative. All the lights and colors that they use on the castle and just all of there's one part that I love that I always tell Caleb. Um, at the end, it's like everybody scream and they're like launching those long fireworks, yeah. tall fireworks up in the air every time he says scream yeah so i just i love the elements that it's all lined up and there's just something about it with halloween i just love it it is good so good and that that uh part you mentioned they do it enough they do it a couple times towards the end of the show and then at the very end they do it another couple times so by that point everyone knows what's going on and so all these little kids are like like screaming it's It's fun fun. it makes for a fun night exactly uh good good uh that was good what number four oh i mean that's a good show (laughs) the fact that it didn't make the top three it's a fantastic show oh yeah and that means these next three are just cream oh, of the crop. Oh, they're so good. Cream of the crop. Okay. <laughs> now we're in our top three. Number three is Remember Dreams Come True. This was the 50th anniversary show at Disneyland. And this is legit my childhood. This is literally one of the best shows. And it, it's just, it's strictly just nostalgia. You'll know it's going to be awesome when it starts off with Julie Andrews, everybody. Oh my gosh. Her the voice legend. Is so, it's just so calming. It's so good. It's so She's good. Like, it, uh, what is it like uh, an orange grove like she talks about how it started and stuff right well, is that no the, the orange grove is disneyland forever dang it 
Okay, well, what's the, how does this one start it off? It basically starts off with like talking about Walt. Yeah, an amazing man. She goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. an amazing, amazing man, Walt man. Disney. And again, the intro to this whole show, because they have projections actually on the castle, um, they had like a sparkly overlay that's like kind of purplish and pink at the beginning. And it is literally so sparkly. And that sounds so weird, but it was so beautiful on the castle because that's when the castle was like that pinky color. Remember, and it had instead of like the dark blue, it was more of like that turquoise blue topping. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. those colors on it, it just it was so beautiful to see that as like the intro. But again, I would say though, as one con, the beginning of the show, the fireworks are very like one off. So it's like one here. So she's telling a story. Right. And there's like three segments. So they, they're broken up by a little firework show almost. And so she starts off with, again, it's Julie Andrews explaining Disney and the founding of it and how amazing Walt Disney was. And then she stops and then a few fireworks pop off. And then she goes in for another like 30 to 45 second audio bit. Fireworks pop off. So she does that. They do that for a few minutes. And so I can understand why kids would be like, get started already. <laughs> like, but when but, they do get started, yes. it goes directly to all of the attractions, which, which they just don't do that anymore. They don't do it. It's all attractions. So they feature like the Disneyland Railroad, Tiki Room, Indiana Jones, Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, Splash Mountain, Star Tours has one of the best segments. And it has like when the Star Tours one was going on, they had like little, prior to that it was Space Mountain, they had like little laser beams going everywhere. Like that's just that kind of thing I'm like I love and I really wish that they did that still to this day because now it's more movie focused, movie soundtrack focused, which is fine, but there's something about the magic of the parks. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, it's that ride and oh, I don't know. It just represents, like it's fun. I remember as a kid being like, oh my gosh, that's my favorite ride, like cheering for my favorite ride when it was featured. So I do like tying in Disneyland attractions in their fireworks shows because you're at Disneyland, right? Right. I'm not watching Frozen right now. I'm not watching Moana. I'm at Disneyland. So it was cool seeing attractions featured, not just movies. But again, they do a fantastic job. I'm not saying the current shows are bad. You're going to see here two and one are like the best shows ever. Yeah. And they do feature a lot of movies and stuff. It's not bad. They just like, I think they do focus on like, let's pull on the heartstrings. Let's make some emotional moments. Which it definitely hits because every time I watch it, it I does. cry. Yes. Caitlin was crying just five <laughs> minutes ago watching these things. Uh, but no, they, this is just a fun show. Right. This is just flat out fun. And then Caitlin, you have a favorite part where certain little sparkly things start to yes, twist. Yeah. Um, they have the pinwheels that come up next to the castle, which yeah. people are like, what? There's these little wheels that come up and they have like, the, they almost look like sparklers yeah. go circling in cir- like around in circles, obviously, but there's like multiple of them surrounding the castle. It's very cool. It's so pretty, which again, I don't think they do that in the current ones. No, they don't. Which is such a bummer. Yeah, it is a bummer. It was a fun effect and uh, a weaker finale on this one though. Yeah. Like this one was kind of like, meh, okay. But the attraction just made up for it. That is like, true. Like it was just, it was beautiful. I think, uh, don't quote me, but I think this was the last show before they upgraded the fireworks uh, system at Disneyland. Oh, okay. So everything after that has been updated, like new equipment and all that stuff. So maybe they got rid of the pinwheels in that upgrade. Oh. I know. Why don't bring them back? <laughs> we'll ask. They're like shooting up from the new fountains, like the pinwheels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, you do number two. Number two, and I know that everyone is going to be like, "Oh my gosh. this was hard. This was hard. This this two and one are very hard." It, yes, but we have to go off gut. Number two is over at Walt Disney World, and it is happily ever after. Let me tell you, this every time I watch a video or see this in person, I cry. There is something about the soundtrack; it literally pulls on every emotional string that you have. The soundtrack's amazing. The movies they include are amazing, and let me tell you. Everyone that gets to go to Disney World all the time or if you live in Florida and get to go to the parks because you live close, 
that park has the most beautiful firework displays because I feel like they're able to do the ginormous ones that go up in the air. Whereas like we don't get that because I feel like maybe space or something. Yeah, so they or, have a lot more space, of course, and they probably have a designated, don't quote me again, if you're a Disney World uh, frequent person, or, yeah, if you frequent Disney World and you know this, please send us something, send us a message on Instagram or on the website, but I'm almost positive they have a dedicated like firework launching point, whereas Disneyland really doesn't. Right. We use part of the park's property. Wasn't so, it like around Toontown? Yeah, so it's right behind Toontown is where they set the fireworks from. Oh. That's pretty close. And that we don't have the luxury of like, oh, yeah, we set them off over in an empty field, right? Right, right, right. Which I think, if I'm not mistaken, Disney World has a dedicated area where they just get to do that. And they probably built out an entire section. So anyways, theirs are a lot more grand than ours. And, and it's, it makes sense because obviously the castle is larger than oh, ours. Oh, yeah. But it's fantastic. I, I mean, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with the show. It's so good. Uh, the Actually, really quick, if you haven't experienced this or you want to experience it at home, I highly recommend you go watch. We're not affiliated with this person. I don't know who he is, but uh, the channel's name is Cliff Flicks. Cliff Flicks, and he has it filmed in 8K. And he has multiple camera locations throughout the whole entire show. It so is he's switching through locations. It's the again, YouTube's capped out at 4K. It is the prettiest um, show I've seen on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It is so cool, and it feels like you're there. Yeah, so and it's nice up- because again, you don't have that like just one shot the whole time. Yeah. He has like, it almost looks like he's in one of the hotels. Yeah. That was a pro. That was a pro pro. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Very good job. Uh, again, this one is like more IP focused, like we mentioned before. So there's a lot of movie stuff. So there's uh, scenes from Moana, Tangled, Lion King, Toy Story, uh, a lot of good remixed songs. Again, they're done well here instead of Mickey's mixed magic, which is done terribly. Uh, the projections are amazing. Newer technology, almost positive. They're using laser projectors, which are like, Super expensive. Oh, of course. Um, Tinkerbell flies around in the show. Which is so awesome. Uh, one of the best original songs right in the beginning, and then they close it out with that same song. Beautiful. The ballad version. No, that's that's Disneyland oh, that's Forever. Oh, that's a different one. No. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, and then also, a little note here, it's rare for me to get chills when listening or watching anything. This show does it every single time. I know. Like, literally, like I feel like the hair on the back of my neck just goes... I have a shirt for this fireworks show, and I cannot wait to wear it. I don't know why I haven't worn it yet. But it's, like, it's so like special to me. I don't know why. I You're just, waiting for the perfect moment. I'm waiting for the perfect moment where yeah. I'm like going to just put it on and cry and like <laughs> Doritos or something. <laughs> All right. That brings us to our number one spot. So this is, you probably already know what it is. This was easy for us. This was easy because it's just so dear to our hearts. We are West Coasters, so I'm sure we're a little biased. We've seen this the most, but Disneyland Forever over in Disneyland, it is fantastic. Caitlin alluded to this earlier, maybe uh, tease it a little bit, but (laughs) the best original song, so good that they've got the original right in the beginning of the show, and then they end it with the ballad version. It's got two different versions of the song. Both are equally beautiful and amazing. I listen to this all the time. Uh, in my car, I'm sure people look at me like, what are you listening to when I have all the windows down blurring this? It's so good, though. It's so good. And there's something as well. I mean, I know we're not um, judging the fireworks show for projections off of Main Street, but the projections the <laughs> <laughs> the projections are just amazing. And it just it really helps tie in because everything involved with the fireworks is not only the soundtrack and the projections, but the fireworks themselves. I feel like they do a really great job at kind of incorporating the fire, the, excuse me, the fireworks with the actual soundtrack rather than it just being super random and just 
them just popping off random sure. fireworks. So I really like that aspect of it. Yeah. And it feels like a smaller scale happily ever after, which is perfect for Disneyland since it's so small and right. charming is the word I like to use. Uh, but yeah, it really does. Like it feels like they did a really good job t- almost adapting happily ever after to Disneyland, giving us, which I think ours is older, actually. I think happily ever after is a newer show, but, uh, anyways, it's perfect. It's like, it's just the perfect amount of fireworks, audio projections. They just do it really well. And it's just amazing. They've got Ariel, right? The part where you go under the sea. And like, yeah. And like the little, the things come up. It almost looked like uh, Ursula's little yeah. like tentacles. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. on Main Street, it looks like that's happening. It's, it snows during the frozen section, which is like, you can't, in SoCal, come on. It's 92 degrees outside and it starts snowing. Yes. And the Winnie the Pooh one where there's like, it looks like you're in like a honey home yeah. along Main Street. And of course the famous like Mary Poppins step in time yep. thing with like, oh my gosh. And the projections just- are well done. Again, it, it aids to the show. It helps it. It's not just the focus. It just, it, 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 it engulfs you in the magic. It's just so good. Yeah. You can't beat this show. It's no. amazing. And again, like I mentioned, listen to this, the soundtrack when you're at home. It's just, it's all warm and fuzzy. Okay. Inside. Let me ask you one question here before we end this out. If you had to only watch one more fireworks show for the rest of your life. Forever. Disneyland Forever, for yeah, sure. Okay, easy. I was going to say either that or Happily Ever After. No, it's just, again, because I just, I memorized, it's just the whole bit. I can literally like quote word for word what happens. I just love it. Okay, would you rather see Disneyland Forever at Disneyland or Disney World? No. that would be hard for me because I almost feel like Disney World would be really neat to see it there because it, of how vast. It would be. I just don't know if it would fit because again, our fireworks are so much different than theirs. Ours like, do you know what I'm saying? That's true. And it does talk about us being in an orange grove. <laughs> yeah. You were standing in an orange grove <laughs> 50 years ago, or what is it now? Oh, gosh. 70 something? 70. No, nearly 70. Sev- we haven't hit 70 years yet. Oh. Yeah. I thought we were past that. 25. 2025 will be 70 years. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> we're like, uh oh. Don't no, quote because, me. Yeah, it's they 70. just had the, That's right. Yeah. They just had the 60th. Obviously, that was a while ago. I keep thinking they had the 65th. I don't know why. Yeah, that was in 2015. Yes. Good grief. My memory's out the door. Yeah. Well, that doesn't make sense that that was in 2015. 25 is 10 years later. 70 years. No, if they had the 65th anniversary? 60th. Oh, I said the 65th. That's why I was like, what are you talking about? I don't think we did a celebration for 65 years, though. (laughs) No, we didn't. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, I think it's time to end this thing (laughs) because we're clearly confused and uh, we need some food or something because I don't know what she's talking about. So (laughs) you can find us over on Instagram at Market House Podcast. And uh, you can make sure to follow us over there for pictures and fun stuff at the parks. Caitlin's always on there interacting with you guys and just sharing some good stuff about what's going on over here and at the parks. Consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Giant help to the show. And uh, remember to use our Getaway Today link for your future trip bookings. And you can check out the episode details for that link and Instagram. Join us next week for another episode. This was fun. Bye. Bye.